0: <laughs>
1: baby, baby, baby. What's going on? Welcome back to the All Things Reality TV podcast. My name is Leth. I'm here with Champagne. All right, so Big Brother 23 has concluded. We're recording this a Saturday after the finale. And I'm excited to talk about it. Today, we're going to be going through week nine through the end. If you want to hear what me and Champagne had to say about the earlier weeks, you can check out our earlier July and August power rankings where we ranked who we thought was going to win. And let me just say from the beginning, who had the, the winner correct? The All Things Reality TV podcast host. Both
0: of us, we called it. You guys
1: know that this is now a valid source to listen to because clearly we're credible, right?
0: Yeah, we called it, which is so crazy to think about because at the very beginning of this season, I went on my notes app and I literally did one through 16. And I promise you, I put my 16th slot as Travis and I put my number one as Xavier. So I don't know, like statistically, that was probably very unlikely.
1: That's crazy. You put Travis at 16, really?
0: Yes, and then actually my second boot was actually Sarah Beth, which wasn't very accurate. <laughs> yeah, we were really
1: wrong about some people. We we had some good reads, but we had some really bad reads too. If we go back in our cast analysis, we we said Hannah was gonna be a boss, which we were right. I said that Tiffany was gonna get voted out because she was too bossy, which I think honestly kind of was true.
0: Yes and no. I think sh- Tiffany was just too big of a threat, and people saw through it. Like if. Tiffany were it in the final two, I think she would win. I don't know. Is that a hot take? Like, against Xavier? Who would win?
1: Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll get into that when we talk about her True. eviction week, right? So, no, I think you're, you're not wrong, though. Like, she was a huge threat to win. I think she would have beat anyone, even X. I didn't think Xavier played that good of a game. A little bit unpopular opinion. Like, he just kind of sat there while everyone else in the cookout made the alliance. He was just good at managing his relationships outside the cookout and within the cookout you know what i mean like
0: yes and no because as soon as hannah left and as soon as tiffany left the only winner i saw in my eyes was xavier because i thought there was no chance big d was gonna win there was no chance aza was gonna win and even kylan with his jury management i didn't think kylan had a chance at winning so as soon as tiffany and hannah left the only winner i saw in my eyes was xavier
1: and he had positioned himself so well where everyone would have taken him to the end which is ridiculous yep Kylan wanted him at the end with him. Big D wanted him at the end with him. And Ozza wanted him at the end with him. Like, that's ridiculous. How, when Azza was evicted at the final three, she literally said she would have taken, she would have voted out Big D. Which, like, what? Why would you do that? Like
0: She admitted it, yeah. Well,
1: that's how well positioned he was. So, while Tiffany was the mastermind of the strategy behind the cookout, I think Xavier played a good game in the sense that he was able to manage his relationships in and out of the cookout extremely well.
0: That has to go to his social game, a hundred percent.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And
0: I think that the social game is really under minded. like everyone always thinks of the physical game, who won the most comps, but at the same time managing that low threat level even though you are the biggest threat is crazy and that all has to go to his social game.
1: For a while people were making fun of him saying like is he actually throwing these competitions he showed in those last few weeks that, yes, he was indeed throwing those competitions because yes. he went on that crazy hot streak and, like, he couldn't have even gotten voted out. Like I feel like the last time he could have gotten voted out was, what, like, the final five? Like, that's how Probably. that's how good he was, which is it's crazy. So the final five when Hannah went home was the last week he was even eligible to go home. That's how good he was competition-wise. Even mm-hmm. though he didn't need to win those competitions, but he was able to do it and vote out the people he wanted out that benefited him the most and gave him the best shot of winning, which is a masterful game of Big Brother. So impressive. Like, it, it's crazy. He was kind of relevant, in and out of, like, relevance, I feel like, for a while. He wasn't shown as the big strategic mastermind, but in Big Brother, it's not about being the best in the game. It's about being the best in the final two. And he was the best in the final five, or the final four. I think Hannah was the best in the final five. But he was the best at the final four. And so like, that's just a testament to how good of a player he I know. really was.
0: I was devastated. As soon as Tiffany left and as soon as Hannah left, I just completely stopped watching the live feeds. I didn't even want to look at Twitter. I was just over it, to be honest. Um, you know what I mean?
1: I became so uninterested. Same. Like it was like I didn't really care if I missed an episode or like I like you know what I mean. Same. Like Before like I was always there every Monday or every Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday. I was always watching. But I remember my roommate who doesn't really watch Big Brother watch the Double Eviction with me, and I was like yelling at the TV. He <gasps> thought I was crazy, and I was literally saying like that was the biggest waste of two hours of my yep. entire life. Like, yep. But so let's let's pick up from where we last left off in our power rankings. So
0: yes, week nine, which is arguably one of the craziest weeks
1: yeah i mean like so tiffany won hoh and the cookout want had a plan in which tiffany would be the one to lose the hoh she was the only one that didn't really want to win outside of of course claire or Alyssa. i mean i understand why tiffany did what she did was it the best move for her strategically no i don't think winning the hoh was best for her she just didn't want to see the block but like regardless she wasn't going to go home unless somehow Alyssa won the veto and saved claire but I don't think she would have done that. You know what I mean. So
0: worst case scenario was Alyssa winning veto, and what happened? Alyssa won veto, so therefore she had to put Claire up. But we gotta think: was that a mistake on Tiffany's part? And would her game be changed if she had put, say, Big D on the block against Xavier?
1: So that's a really hard one to think of because I remember at the time I was really avid in the sense that, are you stupid? Why would you not take the shot you have in front of you? But at the same time, I understand why. You know what I mean? She was the mastermind mm-hmm. behind the cookouts mission. She, They all had that common agreement coming in and she was the one who worked her ass off to get them in the final six. So the fact that she was going to be the one to dismantle it at the final eight and risk not having a black winner, I understand why she did what she did. It wasn't best for her personal game, but in a game like mm-hmm. this, you're on national TV the representation is so important that it's bigger than just her yep. winning seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. So personally, I'm not really that selfless. If I was in her shoes, I don't know if I would have done the same thing. Exactly. But,
0: I know you wouldn't have probably.
1: But but I but I understand why she did it. I think it was a mistake for her personal game. But I don't think she ever would would regret it because. We still got a black winner and i'm happy for that and i'm sure she is as well
0: this week was very pivotal because if tiffany did not choose to put up claire as a replacement nominee had this week gone a different way the final six, the cookout, would not have been what it is today. So I 100% see why Tiffany did it. But yeah, it can definitely be argued that it wasn't good for her strategically. But at the end of the day, I think the house guest really nailed it by saying that they were doing it like for a bigger cause. You know what I mean? At this point, they were more looking out for each other than their individual game.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's sad that, that it even had to come to this point because of how much racism has occurred in the show's past. Not just from a player standpoint, from the production standpoint, lack of proper representation. So I think I heard one, I forgot which one of them said it, but they said like, it wasn't even a question when I walked in. I think Hannah said it wasn't even a question when I saw the five of you on the first day. Like, I kind of already knew what we were like what our mission was about to be. So like, I respect it. I totally understand it. It was made for a little bit of a boring season, a little bit of a predictable season, but I understand what they were doing. It was great representation. It's historic. And I can't argue with that. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. did Tiffany make a mistake personally for her game? I wouldn't call it a mistake. I would say she could have won if she did it. But I think she still got an outcome that she wanted. So I don't know if it was a mistake is the right word, if you know what I mean. So
0: this was the first double eviction that we had. And arguably, Hannah won this HOH. Good for her. This was a memory comp, something that she was very well at. But at the same time, I think this also might have led to Hannah's demise, because did Hannah need to win this HOH? No, because regardless, Alyssa was going home if anybody won HOH. So I don't think it was very smart for Hannah to win this specific HOH. Save it for next HOH, where it comes down to the final six and where you need to protect yourself, Tiffany. And Aza. So, I mean, the week was super predictable. As long as Alyssa did not win veto, Alyssa was going home, period.
1: I think the difficult thing for her was, for Hannah, is that, say Alyssa wins HOH, who's she putting up?
0: If Alyssa won HOH, Hannah was not going up. They made that sloppy seconds final two. But, okay,
1: but who was the other one? It would have been Tiffany. Tiffany would have been on the block with Big D. She would have been the target. So... that's not good for Hannah's game. So I understand why she was gunning for it because if Tiffany were to go home at that point, that would not be beneficial for her. So, and it wasn't like a competition where they could like look at each other and like figure out who they could throw it to. Right. It was all like in their own little box. And like the scoring was like unknown. Like, so it was kind of hard for her to throw it without really understanding to make sure that Alyssa didn't win. So I think she more saw it as... A mission for herself, where if I get this done, it's for the whole alliance. Another thing similar with how Tiffany's week before wasn't best for Hannah's personal game, maybe not. But I, it was more of the cookouts overall thing. Just she took one for the team, basically, and that doesn't teamwork doesn't always make the dream Mm -hmm. work in terms of personally. So I understand why she did it. I just think that you're right in the sense that maybe the week after could have gone a little bit differently.
0: Exactly. Overall, this season, I feel like the middle of the pack was just extremely predictable. No matter who was on the block, as long as two cookout members weren't going home, we knew exactly who was going home. And towards the end, I just thought that was also just kind of lackluster. If anything, I think the beginning was probably the best of the season. I mean, we had Frenchie going at it. We had the whole Brent personality. Um, We had people targeting Derek X right away and then Derek X winning veto after veto and it's something we've never seen before we've never seen someone like travis who's a big meathead go out first and then after that frenchie and then after that brent so honestly if i'm being honest i think the beginning was probably the best part of this season
1: yeah i agree And i remember like regarding the format of like back-to-back double evictions i remember you thought that there was gonna be a triple eviction but i knew that there wouldn't be a triple eviction the week that they had the second double eviction because they would have missed a whole week of the cookout imploding you know what i mean they weren't imploding but you know what i mean going against each other so it made sense why they wanted to take that week to have the cookout go after each other that was week 10 when kylan won hoh i think he really kylan is just whack i mean like that's my way to describe like that's how i see him like
0: he's just so he's he's not dynamic he is just so boring but not even about
1: personality in my opinion i just think he lacked like, common sense in the game.
0: Awareness. Yeah,
1: awareness. Yeah, like, I mean,
0: the fact that Kylan was so willing to bring Xavier to the end and literally lose to him was just delusional. Like, that's when I really distinguish who is a super fan and who is not a super fan. Yeah, Kylan, in my opinion, was not a super fan.
1: I think that Kylan was in a really poor position um, at that point, honestly, because say he took out Xavier, nobody was going after Big D or Aza, right? So, say Tiffany or. Say Tiffany won HOH in the second double eviction, right? Who would she have gone after? Probably Kyland, honestly. So, like, I feel like.
0: I don't think so, because remember when they made that final three?
1: There were so many final twos, final threes. I mean, that's my personal opinion. I know you were a feeder, so it might be different, but. Like, you think it benefited Tiffany's game? Maybe she would have gone after Big D. Maybe. That's a big maybe.
0: Yeah, 100%. I think she would have.
1: Big D's on the block next to anyone. The other person might go home. But it really was up in the air depending on...
0: That's why Big D is so dangerous. And that's why if I were in that house, I would have targeted Big D 100%. Because I know he has a final two spot guaranteed by literally anyone. He
1: could have slept through the, the last
0: exactly. half of the
1: season. And he would have, been, he would have won. Exactly. He would have not, he came, he came that's place. why
0: I thought at that point... Big D was probably the biggest threat to go to the end because regardless, he was going to go because he can't win comps, period. And I think he's the only final two... Actually, I take that back because I know Dr. Will did not win a single comp as well. But Big D didn't win a single comp this entire season. And the fact that he was saying he carried Aza through the season...
1: So ridiculous. I mean... Delusional.
0: Absolutely delusional.
1: I mean, not like Aza was very strong herself. We saw that during the second double eviction, moving moving into that after Tiffany went home, like, also won HOH, I was so excited when she beat Xavier. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, Xavier's going home. Like, or Kylan, or yeah, I was like, Xavier, Kylan's going home.
0: That's what I thought too.
1: She put up Hannah and Xavier and she made up this whole BS thing about how she couldn't, put up Kylan as the initial nominee so she had to backdoor him but how is it a backdoor when everyone competes in the veto that's not a backdoor exactly like I think she was blinded by her crush on Xavier honestly that's what it seemed like um
0: and from the beginning I put AZA so high on my rankings everyone
1: did she was everyone's favorite everyone loved her she was the she had the highest ranking popularity going into the season
0: I know it's so shocking to see how lackluster her game was she I remember her bio said no showmance And then she had this crazy obsession over Xavier, which Xavier barely gave her any attention the way it was. So yeah, I think she did, in a sense, throw away her game for Xavier, this non-showmance. And I think Azza's HOH was just really, really bad. I mean, the fact that she was targeting Hannah... Why? Hannah was not going after her at all. So I don't know why she decided to target Hannah out of anyone else.
1: I mean, I don't think Ozzy was going to win against anyone besides Big D. So I think that week was her losing point or her turning point. I think if she had kept Hannah, Mm -hmm. Hannah would have been a person that would have gone after. Kylan or, or Xavier, whichever one, didn't go home that week. Because I guess Kylan won the veto. So Xavier. say Xavier yep. went home that that week. Then Hannah would have been the one to take the shots for her. Would Aza have won against... Hannah, probably not, but I think she had a better chance of beating Hannah in a Final 3 HOH over Xavier. I think that that was really a game-losing week for her, Yep. and she, I think she might regret that in the future. I don't know who she, like her, you know what I mean, but I think that's something that I would regret if I was in her shoes.
0: Yeah, I mean, the big question is, was Aza a complete idiot for this HOH? And the answer is yes, 100%. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's hard for us to judge as viewers from outside the house, but at the same time, because I like to say that because we're just fans, right? But no, like, I think it's so clear.
0: But at the same time, Aza said she's seen every single season of Big Brother. And to me, I just... I find that so hard to believe. I mean, she had no idea that the boys were working together. I don't know if that was just her social game was lacking in that sense, where she just wasn't able to read people the way she needed to be. But I don't know. I just felt like her this season, Big D this season was just disappointing.
1: Agreed. Agreed 100%. After that, once Hannah went home, so disappointing So boring. I like, like, I was so hopeful. I remember saying to you, yeah, it's a little bit boring right now, but we'll get some action at the final six. Not really. Like, (laughs) Tiffany went home, which I get why they targeted her because she would have won against anyone in the end, in my opinion. So although it was hard for me to watch, I think it was the smartest move for anyone besides Hannah. I agree. In my opinion, personally. That next week, the final four week, it got a little a little bit of drama for the first time in a long time. Real, real messy.
0: A little messy, though. Like, you always say you gotta separate personal from game, and this is where it just, like... And it's, like,
1: embarrassing. That's, like, embarrassing for him.
0: <laughs> um, He did not need to do that, but we think it's embarrassing for him. But he is not embarrassed by this at all, which I think really just chose his character I mean he was still trying to defend himself after Julie low-key called him out he was trying to defend himself oh it was an objective statement like dude why can't you just man up say you're sorry say you were wrong admit it and move on like the fact that like he still was going at it as if yeah he wasn't the bad guy
1: I think that it would have benefited him to just apologize at the finale. I think that's what that's what Julie was trying to do he just seems he's like he's like a Karen have you seen his Twitter I think any listeners right now you should go look at his twitter because yes he like he literally is a Karen he'll like tweet at like McDonald's being like four dollars for a 10 piece chicken nugget that's ridiculous like what like
0: no he was like the biggest meme I remember during like the middle of the season all these memes were coming out that he was just complaining to like every single company about god knows what and it was just I mean I can see it now I can I can see it
1: I don't understand like I feel like if, if so i try myself in the shoes of people when I talk about them right so like Sam and Kylan's shoes, I think if I were ever on a reality TV show, like Big Brother, Survivor, any of these shows we talk about, and I were to get voted out, of course I want to cause a scene, right? Like, I'm gonna cause drama, I'll expose people, I'll do like, like I loved what um, Kaser did in Big Brother 22, right? Right. Like that's how I want to go out on a show, if I'd have to go out.
0: Or Zach Rance, BB-16.
1: Yeah, like call people out for their game.
0: Michelle, BB-18. Yeah, like
1: all of those are really great examples. Whereas this is just, like, embarrassing. That's his last memory. Mm -hmm. And then he had the nerve to talk about how he wanted to come back on the show right after getting voted out and doing that, like... I don't think you realize how you kind of blacklisted yourself potentially. I don't. I mean, I don't know if production likes him, but, like... Literally. The, like, no, I don't think he, people like him very much. Like, I don't, I don't... He probably has some random fans out there. No. But...
0: I think, if anything, I thought Sarah Beth was the villain of the season. Literally, she's not, though. I think the villain of the season was I think she was given a
1: villain edit. And like, Big D. Honestly, Sarah Beth, unpopular opinion, she's pretty iconic, like... Nothing she did... Of course you would say that. Nothing... But am I wrong, though? Nothing she did is anything that I wouldn't do if I was in her position. Yeah, I love Derek X.
0: She was considering going after Xavier.
1: But she did... I, but I understand why she didn't, because they were they were aligned early on in the teams. So it makes more sense to go after Derek X, who probably would nominate you in the future, over someone like Xavier, who probably, in her mind, because she didn't know about the cookout, wouldn't have nominated her. Like, in hindsight... Of course she should have gone after a cookout member during her HOH. But she didn't know. So how is anyone going to blame her for that? Everyone's giving her hate. Everyone just hated her because she went after Derek X. And that's why you don't like her. I know that's why.
0: Yes and no. She was sitting there saying she's not going to let anyone control her HOH, and it was literally a Kylan HOH. Who did she put up? The exact same people Kylan put up, and she let Kylan persuade her HOH when she said she wasn't going to do that.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, it's like it benefited her the best, in my opinion. I think it benefited Kylan the
0: best because they got out
1: a non-cookout member. and But Champagne, if they're in a final two and she doesn't know about the cookout, she thinks that they're each other's number ones, of course she's going to want to do what both benefits her and Kylan. So let like, I think that you're just looking at it too much from a fan perspective rather than a player perspective. If you're in Sarah Beth's shoes, yeah, of course I love Derek X as a fan, but he's a competition threat who kept winning and wanted her out, so like, why is it beneficial for her to keep him in? There's no reason for her to keep him in.
0: And then going into the final HOH, we had three people, Aza, she only won one HOH, Derek F who's won nothing and then Xavier who's seen as this competition threat so we all knew the first one was going to be endurance um it was pretty obvious Xavier was going to win that Part two is going to be memory, and I think we all saw Aza winning that, too. So it pretty much came down to Xavier versus Aza in part three, in which we assumed both of them were going to take Big D to the finale. We come to now know that Aza actually would have taken Xavier. So Xavier had a free ride regardless if he won or lost but i know we
1: we talk about how big d had a free ride at the end xavier had a free ride at the end it like. really was and i think that's a testament to how great of a game xavier really played yeah we were more focused on tiffany's big strategic like mastermind plan but he was playing the low-key game and it really benefited him and that's the only game i think he could play i think if he played any kind of like a Derek x type game he would have been out mm-hmm. at six like tiffany Right? So I think he played the game really smart. I mean, he's a lawyer. What can I, what, what can he say? You know what I mean? Like, w- This is why we picked him to begin with to win. His just analytical thinking, the way he, he had a good read on the house, the way he was able to make people feel comfortable with him, I think it shows why he made it to the end. And I think another reason that AZA didn't want to take Derek F to the end is because Derek F was acting kind of like a brat low-key. Like, in that last week
0: and like worse than that oh my god like to say he was acting like a brat is an understatement the the way he was coming at aza for no reason the way he was talking about her disrespecting her i would have never tolerated that and i think aza was just very mature about the situation i would have blown up in a minute like someone talks to me like they did like that i would have blown up because i i just don't take that that's very disrespectful And I think that really shows Derek F's character. And he's just really not upset about it. Like, he's not sad. He's not regretful. And I think he is the true villain of this season, him and (laughs) Kylan.
1: Like, I mean, I get what you're saying. but It's just like, he was like, so irrelevant. I think if he wasn't in the cookout, then he would have been out pre-jury in my opinion
0: yes and no because at the same time like I could have seen him coasting to final two why because he never won a competition and was he gonna win a competition probably not so yes and no, no. I could see him coasting as like a floater or I could see him just being an easy pawn and leaving so
1: yeah I think he could have like in a Britney position I think if the cookout wasn't a thing he would have potentially been in the Britney position right pawn after pawn after pawn then go home close to startup jury. That's what my prediction would have been. But I mean, he was a part of the cookout, but I think we should talk about how he tried to take credit for starting the cookout. He literally like was like, at the final two She's he's like,
0: <gasps> yes.
1: It's just crazy to me. Like, because when they came in, they all admitted that it was more of a mutual agreement to start. It wasn't like anyone riled them all up together. It was like five of them were in the kitchen together and they grabbed Hannah and added her after. Like, that makes sense. Like, it was clear to see.
0: It was all a mutual agreement, though. Like, Big D did not come up with this plan, and he did not come up with all six of them to be to be together. It was all just a mutual thing, so I don't know why he's trying to, take credit for it at all because it was a mutual understanding between the six yeah it
1: it started out as mutual understanding but then tiffany was the one who masterminded it to get them to the end so
0: and without tiffany's plan i think it would have been hard for them to keep going
1: and it it did piss me off a little bit when they were both trying to take credit for xavier too in the end like i think it would have been more respectful for them to give props to tiffany because the rest of the cookout is in the jury like they know the jury knows what like what actually happened And the
0: fans know, too. Like, we're the ones watching the show. Like, we know exactly what's going on, but they don't know. They don't know what's been edited in and out, so...
1: so I think it would have benefited them a little bit more. I think if Derek F. had tailored his jury speech, because he was trying to portray it as if he's this mastermind.
0: See, exactly. And that's why I don't think Derek F.'s final two speech made any sense at all. It was definitely not a winning pitch at all. I mean, he did, he really didn't have much to go off of, to be honest.
1: Like, if he, if he was to say, I think the best path for him was to be, like, I knew that every single person in this house would want to take me to the end. I played that up. I made sure that... Anybody and everybody would want to take me to the end with them and that's how you play Big Brother. My biggest target was Tiffany in the cookout. I used her and allowed her to make a target bigger on her back to get us to the six. And once she was no longer of use to me, I made sure that she was the target at the final six. If he spoke like that, I, I think he would have gone a couple of votes. And
0: that was actually very good, Layth. I, I would vote for thank you. Thank you.
1: What can I say? That was
0: a, that was a very because that speech. that
1: like that low key is what he did. But like it's it's not actually true. But it's all about manipulating your words into a way that like makes you look good in a way that people is believable. He lacked that part. He wasn't believable at all, you know what I mean?
0: But coming down to the final two chairs, what they didn't show is Xavier actually won unanimously. Like Big D did not have a single vote. And it's actually very funny because if you look earlier into the season, Tiffany told Big D if Big D was sitting next to Xavier, there's no chance he'd win. And he didn't
1: believe her. It's crazy.
0: He didn't get a single vote. It was unanimous. Like how embarrassing.
1: He was so salty, you could tell. I saw on Twitter when they were announcing America's favorite player, he like stood off to the side a little bit, like expecting like he was about to get his name called. Like he thought he oh, it was so up. funny.
0: Okay, but you think about it, he got a hundred BB bucks like week after week, which was surprising. So if he thought he was gonna get America's favorite player, I mean, I could see it. It was possible.
1: I know it's just funny that he just took L after L, but I mean, he got seventy five K, so respect to that. Like I mean, you can't. Like honestly, if you're in it for the money. I mean... He got something out of it. He's not a strategic mastermind. He got $75,000. Like... I feel like watching reality TV, my, my value, my perception of money is like so devalued. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like oh, a million dollars on Survivor. That's lame. Or like, that's, that's cool, I guess. Of
0: course you would think like that.
1: But like $75,000 is a lot of money to just win over the summer, a course of a summer. So like good for him. I mean, no hates him. But I think it was just funny that he like, he really, he was just a little bit delusional in the sense that he really mm-hmm. thought he was going to win the game that he lost. That he really thought he was gonna win America's favorite player and then he lost. Like it was just kind of funny. Well,
0: America's Favorite Player, did you vote like? Of course. I made all my
1: roommates vote for Tiffany.
0: Okay, yes, yes, they should. I personally wanted either Derek X, Hannah, or Tiffany. I was happy with any of them getting America's Favorite Player. But I personally voted for Derek F. Or oh my god, I'm embarrassed. I personally F, voted for champagne. Derek X. <laughs> and I thought it was gonna be a very tight race between Derek X and Tiffany. But I'm very, very happy Tiffany won, and that was very well-deserved. See, I would
1: have voted for probably Claire had the, had Tiffany off been treated so trash. Like, she was just, like, disposed of by the cookout after she made that whole master plan. I thought she deserved to get some kind of money, some kind of compensation for that plan, and I think that's why America voted for her as well. All right, well, that wraps up our final Big Brother 23 thoughts. Let us know what you guys thought about the season. And if you guys are excited for Big Brother 24.
0: Or Celebrity Big Brother 3. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah,
1: CBB coming in the in the, the wintertime. That's exciting, too. I'm
0: ex- I'm excited for that. Uh, rumor has it that Bananas and Leroy might be on that season. So that would be good for That's us, like challenge fans. That's so
1: cap. No way Leroy is big enough to go no, on she the show. No, he tweeted it. He
0: tweeted it. Both of them tweeted you, at you it. think...
1: They got NDA champagne. Anyone tweeting something like that this early is not. I, I don't think. All right. Well, we'll see.
0: It is a rumor. It's a speculation. Nothing is it's set in Cap. stone. That's. I'm. Uh, I'm
1: saying it right here, right now. That's Cap. Maybe okay. is, but literally okay. Cap. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, and we have a lot of content coming your way, so make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. If you like what we've made so far, leave us a review on Apple Podcast with your feedback. We love hearing from you guys.
1: You guys can find me on TikTok at lol Lathe and champagne at all things reality. If you guys have any comments, concerns, shoot us an email. All things reality podcast at gmail Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week with an exclusive interview. And not exclusive, that's dramatic, but we have a <laughs> interview up a little coming bit. out. Yeah, yeah, we're coming up next Monday. We're going to be posting our interview with Marie Rhoda from The Challenge, which is super exciting. We already got that episode recorded. It was super fun. Love talking with her. So that episode is going to be coming out next week. Keep an eye out for that. All right.